Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is great for people like me who are very, very bad at reading, but are very good at listening to things. We recommend so many cool books on the website, like Geekerella by Ashley Poston. And if you don't have time to read like me, you can listen with Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. That's audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I'm here with Lisa Grandshaw from Geekfold. Hi. I'm so excited that we, like, finally connected to be able to do this. We live in the same city. We, like, both are doing nerdy fashion stuff, and I've been trying to, like, get my schedule to make sense to finally talk to you, so I'm very excited. Yes, well, thank you so much for having me. I love listening to the podcast, so I'm thrilled to be here. I love... Well, so when I first met you, you actually hadn't started Geekfold yet, right? That's a newish thing? Yeah. Um, So I love what you're doing now. We met before when you were writing um, for other places and writing about, like, we met... Did we meet doing that interview? I, I think, yeah. I think the first time we actually spoke beyond maybe some social media interaction was when I interviewed you for an article. Yeah. So that was like, that was very cool for me. And then it's been awesome to see that you're doing like way, way more geek fashion stuff now than before. So tell everyone like what Geekfold is because I love it. Yeah. So Geekfold is still relatively new. We've been around for about a little over a year now, I guess. And so it's a media company that is exclusively focused on geek fashion news. So the heart of the company is our weekly newsletter where we round up the week's essential geek fashion news and kind of this easy to read, you know, email that goes out every Friday morning. So whether you're on the go to work or drinking a coffee at home, you can just kind of read it, skim it, and get a sense of everything that's going on. Um, because now it's great. There's so much geek fashion happening, but uh, it's, it's so different from in the past where it's almost hard to keep up with everything going on right now. So we want Yeah, that's very different than like, oh, there's one company to watch. So <laughs> just get on their newsletter and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's great. But so, you know, I've been hearing from people about how they, they try to follow everyone on social media, but it still can be really difficult to keep up. And so uh, we kind of came up with this idea of just like, well, I'll, I'll round everything up for you and, and just put it out every week. And of course, we also, you know, I write features for the website so we can also go more in depth about topics. Um, and we uh, try to really cover the area in original way that a lot of places sometimes don't do as much. They'll just kind of, you know, post up about a, a new release and have some pictures and that's it. But we try to talk to people and really look at trends and uh, go further into into geek fashion coverage. So it's it's been a lot of fun. I love that too, because like, I mean, yeah, like you were saying, you do both sides of it. So you'll sort of do like um, more like behind the scenes with like what's not kind of like what's the purpose or like why do you care about geek fashion and why did you create what you create and then also I love that you guys cover things that are like like I know a lot of the companies that are exclusively nerdy fashion like you know the her universes and and rock loves but then there are also companies that do like 
special lines, like when Columbia does uh, like Star Wars jackets. And that's the stuff that I have a horrible time, like knowing what's going on or keeping up with it. So your newsletters have been awesome for knowing all sides, like all the versions of geek fashion everywhere. Thanks. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, as geek fashion has grown, it is true. A lot of places are, whether it's a one-off collection that, you know, Max doing inspired by something or Primark has been releasing a lot of really fun. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter line. They had a, a recent Rick and Morty collection that came out. Um, so there really is a lot to keep track of. Yeah. How, I mean, this is just a personal question because I'm so impressed. Like, how do you because you do and your your team is very small like it's not like you're like oh I have you know hundreds of people scouring the internet every day but like you do catch everything and the the weekly email has so much stuff thanks yeah it's 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 for the most part me but with help on the side from from you know people that are willing to to give the time to look over things that's Um, so impressive (laughs) uh, it, it kind of just starts with being I'm really organized with spreadsheets so like excel documents and I have everything cool. separated into, you know, accessories, apparel, cosmetics, and it's just keeping an eye out. I, I have like news organizations I'll check to see uh, what they're posting about and then companies directly and going through those lists in kind of a schedule of, you know, I'll look at every place earlier in the week and then I'll look at everything Thursday before we send out the newsletter Friday and kind of curate everything and decide what goes in the newsletter, what maybe would be better with just like a post on, on Facebook to see what people think of it. Um, and kind of, yeah, just, just going through everything. It, it takes a while, but it's, it's a yeah, <laughs> that's so that that's just so impressive to me to stay up on everything because it's coming from all different directions. Like some of these are huge companies, and like high fashion companies and then, you know, companies like Primark and then smaller companies, like just keeping track of all of that is so <laughs> impressive and amazing to me. Thanks. Yeah, it's definitely organization skill I learned in, in earlier news work that has paid off for, for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Like you, those are things you've had to learn how to do for other like careers and other versions of things. So yeah. that's, they're all paying off, which is awesome. Yes. So uh, what made you decide to focus on nerdy fashion after doing like all like all other types of writing before? Like what what do you love about geek fashion that made that like your focus now? Yeah, it. I, I mean, like, I guess a lot of people that start nerdy or geeky companies, it comes from a love of that thing yourself. So yeah. fashion was always something I loved. Um, and that I, as someone who was, was wearing it and buying it, could see the slow changes or, or kind of the, the slight progress happening and the problems that still existed, you know, going from wearing, uh, men's t-shirts mostly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like those filling up your drawers to then suddenly slowly finding more things and how it seemed to be. Uh, picking up as more geeky things were also getting more mainstream. And so it was kind of just a personal interest that when I was working uh, like a full-time job at a website and we could pitch ideas and write about them, I pitched an idea about covering, you know, well, why don't I write about how much I love like my graphic t-shirts? And then that evolved to me trying to pitch another fashion story of like, well, I'd really like to interview the people behind this to like see what they're doing. And it snowballed from there until when I started freelancing it just becoming 
stories that since I had a personal interest and then became fascinated with the industry as a whole, kind of snowballed into just more stories and more stories. And uh, it slowly became easier to convince editors to let me write about it. Because at first they'd be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like it was still at the point where they'd be like, what what is Doctor Who? Like like it hadn't quite exploded here as much yet. And so, uh, you know, it still sometimes would take more convincing to have them let me write uh, the features, kind of like you were saying, like actually talking to the designers and going into the behind the scenes of why this was important, how things are made rather than uh, list posts of things, which are still great and fun and I love to do. Um, But yeah, that all kind of, I was doing it more and more and then got to a point where I'd be frustrated when people would say no so much to the more in-depth stuff and be like, okay, maybe I should start a company about this because people are asking me to write about these things. And if I can't do it somewhere else, I'll I'll do it in my own company. No, I think that makes so much sense. And personally, so like with Jordan Denae, it's I started like the nerdy fashion side of things a couple years ago. And I remember when I first started, like either trying to find other people who were doing the same thing, like peers that I could like, well, one, support them and then also like see what they're doing and collaborate and like ask questions of each other and then also trying to find like other people writing about nerdy fashion, whether that be like bloggers or I mean, nothing like Geekfold existed at all, which is really hard when you're trying to start a company and you're like, no one is speaking to my customers (laughs) at all. Like there is no, no one is talking to the audience of people who want to shop nerdy fashion. Like that, I don't think that, existed at all um and so i think that is so great that you found a way to combine everything you're doing and do it because of all the reasons like (laughs) and 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 like you were saying it is very very hard to keep track of so like you can want to shop nerdy fashion but then you can't just like google that (laughs) and find where to shop and find stuff that's still available yeah yeah, and it can be so overwhelming as it's grown that um, I, I think and hope that I've been hearing it is helpful to kind of just have that that breakdown of things. So that's so awesome. I love that so much. Uh, do you prefer like? Do you have a favorite um, doing like roundup things or doing like deep diving? Or do you are there things you like about both? There's definitely things I like about both, but I prefer deep dives. I'm definitely a big feature person uh which in the age of the internet can be hard because i I mean there's only so long you want to be staring at a screen reading something but i just love taking the time to really explore something and talk to someone or or multiple people and and just find out all the information about it that's so cool and you do a lot of like networking at comic cons and stuff too right like is that how you start building connections of the like the smaller companies and finding who they are and what's going on. Yeah. Conventions have been really helpful. I was thinking about it the other day as I've started to try to plan out this year, how I think I've been going for five or six or some in a row. Just, uh, it's been super helpful to talk to actual fans and see what they want and what they're interested in and what would be helpful for them in geek fashion. And then, yeah, I'm always going through the vendor hall. I'm trying to talk to the vendors 
you know, see what they're creating, see if they have lists I can be put on for newsletters or press lists or uh, things like that. So I can be kept up to date on what they're doing. And um, it's been great to be on the ground at those events because, yeah, it can be hard. Like you're saying, I mean, locally, in, I'm, I'm in New York. There are companies here, but getting everyone together in one place or talking to everyone with their schedules can be difficult. And so going to a con when everyone's there for, you know, that one purpose is just an amazing place to network and talk to people and make connections. Yeah. And I was, as you were saying that, I feel like most, not many of the nerdy companies that I know have, um, like brick and mortar stores. Like sometimes people will wholesale at things or there will be like comic shops that will have their little section of apparel or accessories. But I didn't even think about that until right now. Comic-Con is like the mall of (laughs) nerdy shopping because that doesn't really exist. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the only stores are kind of the big ones that sometimes have collections, Primark, Macy's. Uh, I mean, I guess Hot Topic is kind of now a huge, I mean, has has all the kind of from music to Doctor Who and everything else. Um, But those stores and Box Lunch, like those brands might be the only ones really that, yeah, I've seen the brick and mortar stores take off. That's so, that's so funny to like not have even thought about that. But yeah, like other than, you know, like Think Geek has like their little, they have all the things that they're selling or GameStop. There are different like things like that, but yeah, Comic Cons I feel like are such a great way to see what's new, and also some of the small, small like Artist Alley or even like newer brands don't have like full websites yet, or like don't haven't started really online marketing. So that I always think that's really cool to see people who are like, "This is my first event. I'm yeah. trying this out." <laughs> yes, I love that. That's so awesome. Um, So like you have sort of had your finger on the pulse of nerdy fashion. And like you were saying, it has changed a lot over the past, like even five years. Do you, do you like, are you excited about that? Is it like weird to see it growing so fast? Like, how do you feel about how quickly things are changing in this industry? I'm excited I mean, just having options is so yeah, different. True. Like it's it's wonderful because I, I I remember. I mean, I'm sure you do too. Be like trying just having difficulty finding a shirt um, uh-huh. that, that fit well, and so now that you can find shirts, cosmetics, uh, shoes, leggings, dresses, I mean, it's it's amazing, and I love it. I think the more the better. I, I love seeing mainstream companies try it, and you know, it's hit or miss sometimes with them as they're kind of trying to like, you know, just be like, here's a Star Wars thing. Uh, right. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Some, some things land better than yeah, others. That's totally true. Like, okay. They're, they're trying. And then, I mean, indie brands are just, I, I love, I think that's where you see a lot of the, the passion and the creativity. And um, you can just tell that this is something they've, they've put so much time and effort into uh, based on something they love. And I think it's amazing to see. Um, I'm really excited to see how it continues to grow. And I think there's, you know, been areas like it suddenly became, uh, you know, a couple, so long ago it was like, there's not enough options. And then there were options. Then it was more like within those options, certain areas or fandoms weren't as represented. So then it was more right. like, well, there's not as much video game stuff for women. Um, and then that's been changing a lot recently, which has been fantastic. But it became more about those like uh, inner fandoms where it was like video games instead of like uh, movies and TV, which grew so much. Um, 
And now I, I feel like it's grown to the point where it's more larger issues that are still general issues in fashion that need to change, like sizing. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like something that comes up on every panel about geeky fashion is like, that's, yeah, like you're exactly right. That's a problem in fashion in general. And are we going to do better than than everyone else? It's like, okay, now we do have all these options, but oh wait, there's still this problem that really needs to be addressed. And I I would love to see um, those be the things that now geek fashion tackles. Um, and really tries to overcome, yeah, maybe in a way that is better than the general fashion world has kind of handled it. And I think I've noticed in, um, I've noticed like on the, on the panels that I've been on, it seems like, I mean, I can't speak for all companies, but it seems like a lot of nerdy companies, I think because a lot of us have similar, like we care about similar things or have sort of grown up wanting to everyone to like be included or like trying to make sure that there is a space for everyone. It seems like that's something that a lot of companies do really care about. So there isn't a lack of like wanting it to like wanting to do better. It seems like it's a lot of like trying to find logistically how to, and especially since a lot of the companies are smaller, like trying to find ways to do that but I hope that I hope that like the nerdy companies can start figuring that out in ways that maybe could help fashion in general because these yeah that all should be possible <laughs> like yeah. you should be able to get everything in your size and you should be able to see people wearing the clothing that look like you um yeah. so I totally agree with that yeah, um, definitely. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's definitely are a lot of the logistics to consider, especially with the small companies. Um, but but I'm hopeful to, yeah, see what, what everyone does. I think it's so inspiring hearing companies like Bombsheller because yeah. they're, I mean, they're not small. Like they have, a, they have a team and a company and a whole like factory and they're doing amazing things. But like their size range is incredible and the way that they do everything is really impressive. So I love like finding companies like that that are doing it well and then hoping that everyone else can uh, like learn from them and try to do their part too because it, I totally agree. I think that's like hugely important. Yeah, Bombsheller is fantastic. Their, their size range, their designs. Oh, I love their stuff. <laughs> Me too. And I love what you were saying before about how, like, now we kind of have the option. So, like, if you're putting together an outfit, I feel like now we can sort of put together any parts of the outfit that we want to be nerdy instead of being like, okay, all I can get is a t-shirt, so I have to build every other part of the outfit around that. Like, now you can have nerdy leggings or nerdy shoes or nerdy hats or all of those things. And that makes fashion and, like getting dressed so much more fun too I think yes it does yeah everything from the shoes to like your eyeshadow can yeah be totally something geeky which is great because you can choose to wear something that's very much more obvious or there are subtle options and maybe you just want to feel connected to your favorite Marvel character and so you put on the nail polish that's you know inspired by Thor or Captain Marvel um and maybe it's enough that just you know that's what it is, or someone will recognize the color and be like, "Oh, is that somehow related?" And you could be like, "Yes," and totally bond with your fellow fan. 
Um, like it just, this, the spectrum now is, can be any of those things, which is great. And I also love, like, I've always been a fan of more subtle things. So I love like jewelry and accessories because you can kind of play up or play down how, uh, yeah, like how subtle or how noticeable you want to be. So that's been one of my favorite things about nerdy fashion is like the way it's heading now is that you can, you personally can sort of pick and even day to day, you can be like, okay, I am going to like a star Wars themed brunch today. So I'm going to be like super extra and have every single thing be star Wars, or you can go into the office and just have like, you know, Darth Vader earrings or something (laughs) that are tiny. Yeah. I mean, I even feel like, you know, what what you do falls within that range too, because some of your quotes might be more obvious, you know, on a shirt than others. Um, And so you can kind of decide which one you want to embody. And it could just be an amazing quote that someone sees and is like, oh, that's really great. Or someone's going to immediately know like, oh, that's from that, you know, franchise that I also love. Yeah, that that's a hundred percent what we try to do, like have sayings that make sense, even if you don't get the reference. And then if you do get the reference, it's like even better. And then you can have those connections with people. (laughs) Um, So I totally, I am, that's like one of the things that I love, like things that are wearable, whether you get it or not. And then you can sort of find the people who get it, which is really fun. Do you have any, like, we've sort of been talking about trends in nerdy fashion, but do you have, are there any that you're like super, super excited about or anything you're seeing that is like, like just like a personal favorite, like trend or like new product that's coming out that you love? Well, I, I recently wrote about, um, beta bags, which I'm hoping. Yeah. But, uh, they're. Yeah. Eda, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That is growing, I feel like, beyond just the convention scene a little bit and even just growing within the convention scene a lot. And I and I love them and I really want to get one soon. I haven't yet. Um, but- yeah, explain what they are, because I just heard about them for the first time sort of recently and... I was like, how did I miss, how did I miss this before? So I saw them at a lot of conventions more like showing up more and more by attendees and being sold by more vendors. And they're basically these bags, often backpacks that have a clear um, window in the back. That's often in different, could be different shapes. It'll be like a heart or just a box or a circle, something like that. And people put, for the most part, pins, but could also be patches and uh, keychains or things like that pins within that little window. So you don't have to worry about like a pin falling off because it's basically in this kind of pocket in the bag, but then you can design it in any way you want. So if you want it to have, you know, one fandom, so do, you know, like a a Naruto Ida bag, like you can have everything within there be of that one fandom, or it could be all different things. Uh, And I saw them growing at other conventions and then I went to anime New York and they were everywhere. And so I was talking to some people uh, just for this article about how it really is a growing area and more and more types of different bags are coming out. So it's not just backpacks, you know, that people are trying to develop uh, almost more, you could say subtle, though the point of the bag is to kind of be a little bit obvious with your fandom right. all the pins and everything, but you know, more of like maybe like a tote bag or things like that to have these different styles so that you can showcase uh, all your pins. And I just think that's fantastic. And really want to get my hands on one because I have so many pins from cons that I love that I can't 
I don't often feel like I could wear beyond the lanyards that I wear. So the idea mm-hmm. of these bags is just uh, amazing. So I love what you're saying too about how a lot of people use them to like focus on one thing. It doesn't it, whatever that is. Like it could be like galaxy or like or something specific like Star Wars or Kylo Ren. I think that's so cool because it lets you get creative with like the theme that you have and then everything usually looks really great together, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, and and since it's, you know, a bag that you're customizing, you can change it for whatever you want to do. So you can have one theme for, for one place you're going and then change it out the next day if you want. So it's really fun. That's so cool. Yeah. I love the practical thing where like they won't fall off because that is one of the worst things about having pins and trying to wear them and losing them. It's so sad. <laughs> Um, is there anything like super exciting in like nerdy fashion coming up or that Geekfold is doing or like conventions that you have coming up this year that you think will be cool? Like what, what are you excited about for this upcoming year, um, to do with Geekfold? Yeah. So we do have some conventions coming up. So I can say our first one will probably be uh, next PAX East. Um, we just went to Broadway Con earlier. Oh, in cool. January. Yeah, which was my first time. And so we, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people there about the different Broadway fashion that they did. But our next con will be PAX East. And so, yeah, we're really excited about just expanding the different types of things we do at conventions. So still trying to do some panels, but uh, different types of events where we can have geek fashion fans gather and, and businesses as well and kind of just help the community connect. Um, and just looking for different ways to keep expanding that and different ways people want to get their geek fashion news and be a part of the community. So um, keep an eye out. We're going to try some new things with video probably as well. Um, cool. But I'm excited to try a lot of things. You know, we'll try things if they don't work or people want to see something else. We'll we'll change them. I really want to have Geekfold. It's grown a lot based on just feedback we're getting from people, and I kind of want that always to be the case, um, so we can keep providing what what people want and what people need. That's awesome. Is there a way? So other than like signing up for the newsletter and getting. Um, that and like following you guys places. If someone listening is obsessed with geeky fashion and wants to like be a part of what you're doing, is there any way um, or like has feedback? Like what's the best way to be like a part of the community of what kind of stuff you're working on? Yeah, definitely. uh, Reaching out on social media is great. So we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I'm also personally on Twitter. So you can always send me a tweet. But just sending us an email if you want to, you know, share your thoughts would be perfectly fine. We're, we're always, you know, answering emails. That's a great way to reach me directly. Um, and other than that, you know, we, we also are growing a community through our ambassador program, the Herald program. So you can hop on to that. Um, and that'll be another way that you can kind of take part and have your voice heard. Oh, cool. That's awesome. What it, can I ask, what is the ambassador program? Yeah. So the ambassador program is our Herald program, which is basically, um, you know, you can sign up. It's another way you can participate in the Geekfold community. Um, you get into it by referring our newsletter to someone and having them sign up for a newsletter. And then you'll get special, uh, basically you'll get special quests that our Heralds get to go on each month. And you can earn points and kind of go up in the ranks of being a Geekfold Herald and uh, be a part of the community in that kind of fun, extra way. 
That's so awesome. I love I love that. <laughs> That's really cool. I don't know how I missed that before, but I love that idea. That's so cool. Um, awesome. So tell everyone like where I mean, it's easy to find you on the internet, but in case in case someone has no idea, how can they follow you? <laughs> yeah, so we're very easy at Geekfold across all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, otherwise our website's just geekfold.com and I'm on Twitter at Lisa Grantshaw. So always feel free to reach out, say hi, let us know what you think. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa. I have loved talking about this and I'm so excited to like have more companies doing the important things in geek fashion and keeping track of things and sharing what's going on. So thank you for doing what you do because I love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for everything you do and and making an (laughs) impact in geek fashion. So we're both trying. So uh, (laughs) we're on the same page. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if if, uh, anyone who's listening is like as obsessed with geek fashion as us, please check out Geekfold. And if you want to hear more podcast episodes like this you can subscribe um to our podcast and leave us a rating or a review if you want um and you can also check out our patreon or subscribe to our magazine if you want to help support us in other ways but thank you so much for listening have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you later stay nerdy bye